Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. We've had some great performances here, there and everywhere over the last couple of days. It started all the way back on Friday afternoon, went right through until Saturday night. There was some spectacular harness racing. If you're really enjoying your harness racing, you've got uh, nowhere to be at the moment except right in front of the TV, taking in all of the action. But the, the performance of the week for mine, without doubt, we've got to go back to New Zealand. It was Cup Week. But the performance of the week clearly came on Friday afternoon. It wasn't the Pacers. It was the Trotter Sunday Sun. Brilliant, claiming his second Dominion handicap. So he went back-to-back, -back and he joins the likes of Take a Moment and Lyle Creek, among others. I think David Moss has gone back-to-back, -back winning a Dominion. So we're talking about the very best of New Zealand trotting. But the performance was absolutely spectacular. Trained by Robert and Jenna Dunn, driven by John Dunn, and John Dunn now joins us online. John, really appreciate the time. Yeah, all good, Chris. He was just unbelievable there on Friday afternoon. What were the expectations going into the race? Uh, yeah, always good. Like, he had a great preparation going into the race, and um, bar that sort of last lead-up race where sort of the race didn't pan out, he... Um, it was a walk round and a sprint home, so it didn't really suit his pattern of racing. And um, but take that out, it was a yeah, pretty happy going into it. But uh, probably didn't expect that such a big run from him. Now you were able to find the front fairly easily, and you could have just you know gone around at your own leisurely tempo and sprinted home that last half. But you made it a grueling staying test. Were you out to make a statement? Did you really want to put everything on the line with Sunday Sun there? Yeah, not not really that, that quick. I didn't really want to go that quick, but uh, I want to make a staying test. But um, like you say, I got the front by the winning post the first time, near it, like pretty easy, really. And um, Majestic Man, sort of, he, he put a bit of pressure on that next sort of uh, good 600 metres anyway. Um, just got my my fella on the bit, probably a fraction too much. So instead uh, of um, choke him down, sort of, I sort of just let him roll at his own sort of speed. Um, and very lucky he still had enough enough in the tank to get to get the line. Stand start over two miles. You've clocked 356.6. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is that the first time a horse has ever broken four minutes? Yeah, that's right. Um, he got the record last year over two miles, and it was just a tick over four minutes. So, um, yeah, like you say, he took a fair bit off that, that time from last year, and he smashed the clock all right. Yeah, 158.9 was his mile rate. He finished off in 56.5, 28.8. And, and just looking at those times, and, and it's been well discussed since, but that time was significantly quicker than what copy that recorded winning the pacing cup on the Tuesday. Yeah, it was. It was. But amazing these horses sort of, if you get rolling earlier, it's, well, I think the um, fish for an angle now and, and Americans, if you sort of, I know it's over the shorter distance though, but if you get rolling earlier, it's sort of, they can make up that time pretty quick. Was that the best he's ever gone there on, on Friday? Yeah, it'd have to be. Even, even the way he felt and the way he's sort of done it, like uh, he was entitled. They were sort of dropping, horse was dropping off down the back and uh, he's entitled to get very tired himself. But um, yeah, you'd have to say that it's the best he's been, especially go that time, the way he's sort of done and and, and uh, to carry on, carry on, get the job done. He's got earnings just shy of a million dollars now. He's won 25 from 58. So would that be your finest moment there on Friday afternoon, doing what he did and being part of it? Yeah, definitely. I said that sort of interview after the race. It would, would have to be. I've, I've been very lucky. I've done some uh, good, great horses, but um, he'd have to be the best and the best moment 
enhanced racing to date. So, uh, yeah, couldn't be proud of him, really. And, and what about your dad, Robert? He's trained some all-time legends of the sport. What what did he say the first time you you were able to catch up with him after the race? Yeah, that's right. right. I had to catch up because he's sort of still in Auckland. He couldn't get down for the for the whole carnival, really, so it was a bit disappointing. But, um, yeah, he's sort of uh, taken away by what what the horse is what the horse had done, so um, he was very proud. Okay. The whole the whole team, really. Like, it's a massive team effort, so... And uh, proud of the horse and the team. Yeah. A one-two result for the stable as well, with Matadiros running second. He's uh, really come a long way, this fella. Like, we, we got him, we sort of put him on the track, the um, grit tracks, tried him a couple of times, and just couldn't couldn't control him. He's, like, out of control. He's a very fired-up horse, and... Um, I think the beach, and definitely we, we sort of put him on a few grass tracks earlier on to slow the brain down, and uh, we're very lucky. He sort of clicked with him. He's, he's sort of turned into a real racehorse now, which which is great for the owners. And with a little bit more luck, it could have been a, a stable trifecta. Chief of staff just missing out on third, running fourth behind Bolt for brilliance. Yeah, he went, he went great also. like he, He's missed away. He's had a couple of early gallops, which cost him dearly, and... Uh, like you say, if he could have trotted away and, and to almost beat a horse like Bolt for it was a great effort by him too. Now, going back to Sunday's son, he's already been crowned a, a trotting master. He's going to claim another title by the end of this year. Uh, when do we get to see him on Australian soil? Yeah, well, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, probably, well, well, all going well, great southern star, hopefully. Okay, so we're looking at Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then that's all dependent on the, on the whole COVID pandemic? Yeah, definitely. He's been a funny horse. He's had his issues in the past, like soundness and that. And he's not an easy horse to uh, to train. My father-in-law does most of the work at home. He sort of knows the horse inside and out. And um, so, so it'd sort of be, like you say, COVID way COVID goes. I don't think the horse be going unless myself or Craig or probably Robert could go. So, um, yeah, hopefully everything comes right pretty quick. Okay. The Inter-Dominion starts on Saturday week. Are you sort of content with that decision to bypass that series or after what he delivered there on Friday, is there that little, you know, feeling of guilt that maybe we should have sort of rolled the dice and pushed on for that series? No, nah, not at all. I think he's done enough this time. And, and like, especially the short backups, it's, um, we try not to back him up too quick. That's why we sort of bypass the free-for-all on, on Cup Day. There's still good, a $100,000 race at your back doorstep. So, um, just sort of look after the horse spaces racing. I know the Great Southern Stars, not that, but um, have one crack at that. But I don't think the Inter Dominion series would have really suited him at all. Okay, so he's having a bit of time off now, an easy couple of weeks. Yeah, he's out in the paddock for a couple of weeks, and then yeah, it's a bit hard. Like even the whole calendar's changed in New Zealand too. It's sort of um, so we're still trying to get a head around that and to encounter uh, with Australia if we're going to have a crack over there. So we're sort of going to sit down and have a round table in the next week or so and um, try and get a plan going forward. Hopefully the horse stays healthy and fit and sound. And, um, yeah, just try and work out what we're exactly going to do for the next sort of six months. Okay. As I said, you've joined very elite company, back-to-back wins in the Dominion. So you've joined the likes of Take a Moment, Lyle Creek, David Moss. That That's rare air, that type of stuff, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. Like, you've... you've Every horse I've just said they've been true champions. So um, unbelievable horses, and uh, especially growing up watching them. So uh, to be part of a horse 
that sort of league is a big thrill. Yeah, absolutely. And with so much more to come, because he's still a young horse, he's only six. Yeah, he's six, seven. The old teams, like you say, six. And he, he's, I know he's, he's had 50-odd races, but really lightly raced for the age he is and being a trotter. So um, he hasn't been too taxed. So, like you say, hopefully we can get another couple of seasons out of him anyway. Yeah. We'll be very happy if we can. Fingers crossed, that's for sure. He was the star of the week. There's no doubt about it. That was just brutal power running at its absolute best there Friday afternoon at Addington, claiming that big Group 1 feature, the Dominion Handicap. John Dunn, really appreciate the time. Congratulations, and we'll be in touch. Thanks, Mark. See you, Chris. Albion Park Harness Racing today. Nine races. Action kicks off at 12.04 each and every Tuesday. We've got to get the best in the business. And Racetrack Ralphie is online with us now. And he's uh, joining us now. So, Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. Uh, you're fresh up from Saturday night, night two of the carnival. Another huge night. The Dixon Stable to the fore there, claiming five of the ten races. Yeah, yeah, just uh, remarkable. And uh, it was good to see the, uh, the Dixon family in the entirety there for the night uh, and taking out the Bill Dixon, which was really, really good. Yeah, for the second straight year as well. They quinelled uh, it last year with uh, Virgil down in Governor Juge on a Majorca, uh, proving too good again. So a huge night uh, had by the Dixon Stable there on Saturday night. Let's find a winner for today. As I said, nine races. What have you come up with? Yeah, I think we'll look for something later in the day again here, and we're going to go with race seven, number nine, Handsome Hero. Now, I just want to make something clear. This horse wasn't named after me. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, his last start win was excellent at this track and trip, and his sectionals were absolutely stunning. He does face a second-line draw today, but this race will generate pressure up front, which will only assist his chances, and he'll be very strong late in the, in the race. It's the last leg of the daily double, plus it's a quaddy leg, so I suggest you stand him out in both these. Okay, so race seven, number nine, handsome hero for Jack and Chloe Butler looking to go back-to-back after scoring their last time out. So he's the best bet on the program. It looks fairly fairly tough today in a, in a lot of those races. Yeah, it, it is, and that's why I think uh, if you go wide in the, some of those early legs in the quaddy and stand him out, you, you should get the chocolates. All right, well, we'll put the big circle around him. Race seven, number nine, handsome hero. As always, Ralphie, appreciate the time on a Tuesday morning, and we'll see you trackside. Okay, thanks, Chris.